The following program is paid programming. The views expressed on the following program are those of its hosts and participants, and nowhere reflect those of the ownership, staff, or advertisers of WNRI. Well, it's one for the money, two for the show, three to get ready now, go, go, don't you? Okay, well, welcome once again to Dunsdale, and thank you, Elvis, as usual, for that great intro there. And boy, oh boy, <clears throat> 25 days to go until the election. Isn't that going to be great? I can't wait to be watching that on uh, uh, on the election night when all the returns start coming in. So, but uh, I must, okay, everything good. I must get uh, started here with m- with my before the show I must get started with my intro Joe Biden is not the president he's the thief in chief the cellar dweller he's the king of crappers and he's dementia don and there was one other uh, what was the what was the new one he's the nuclear nut <laughs> yeah Remember how they said that Donald Trump was crazy and he was going to lead us to nuclear war? Uh, never happened. Nope, nope, nope. But um, Joe Biden might bring us there. Yeah. Okay, so that's really good, huh? <sighs> but in 25 days, we can change the House of Representatives and possibly even the Senate. And... Put a halt to what uh, Joe and the the lefties, the greenies, want to do. And we'll see what we can do with positive, uh, you know, affirmative type of stuff. But anything we put forward could get blocked by the thief in chief. But we shall see. We shall see what we can do. Hey, we could take over that uh, January 6th commission, but I'll get to that towards the end of the show. Right now, <laughs> I want to talk once again about a very controversial person that's in the news, because right next door in Connecticut, uh, Alex Jones was involved in a court case, and it looks like he got shellacked, huh? It really looks bad for him. Let's see. Alex Jones, unlikely to escape historically high defamation award, legal experts say. Let me see. Oh, this is NBC News by Safia Sami Ali. Nearly $1 billion a Connecticut jury ordered Alex Jones to pay to the families of Sandy Hook victims for calling the mass shooting a hoax is a historically high penalty. And one, the InfoWars host and conspiracy theorist will likely be unlikely to evade civil, lit- civil litigators, said Alex Jones. 
unlikely. Okay, that's a repeat. He may be forced to live a subsistence type of life. And uh, said Richard Signorelli, a New York attorney and former federal prosecutors, he's always going to be watched. He's always going to be hounded, and he's not going to, I believe, be able to ultimately escape the ramifications of his wrongful act. That wrongful act, the family of eight victims of the 2012 shooting, school shooting, and an FBI agent who responded to the scene sued Jones for defamation, intentional infliction of emotional distress, and violations of the State Unfair Trade Practices Act for telling his followers that the massacre was fake and the families were crisis actors on multiple platforms for years. I don't know if he was saying for years that it was fake. I know that he apologized for it, but (laughs) what about freedom of speech? What about the First Amendment? You know, it's like I can say a lot of things on on the radio here. I can say um, that the the Holocaust never happened, that uh, it was fake. I could say that the moon landing never happened. It was just filmed in in a Hollywood studio. You can tell because of the the fake uh, furls, the folds in the uh, the flag to make it look like it's waving. But there's no no breeze on the moon. Um, you know. Did you know that there wasn't that Lee Harvey Oswald wasn't the only shooter? At, uh, you know, during the JFK assassination. No, there were 16 shooters. That's right. Yeah, there was, uh, you know, Oswald. There was a guy in the grassy knoll. There was a guy on a dirt mound. There was a guy in the sewer. There was uh, the cop on the back of the, the motorcycle. He was riding double and he was shooting his pistol. There are a bunch of others. There are about 12 others. Oh, boy, I'll tell you. You know, I can say that. <laughs> I've got the freedom of speech to be able to say those things. Now, no, I do believe that the Holocaust happened. And I believe that, that um, you know, the moon landing happened. And with the Holocaust, come on. That's man's inhumanity towards man. Read your Bible. You'll see that slavery, that, you know, grabbing a group of people and just making them slaves in you know whether it's war or not has been the the case in human history for forever i mean even look here in the united states we had slavery until the civil war and do you know who got rid of slavery first actually it was england and then, of course, followed by the United States. So, oh, but that's that's true fact. <laughs> In fact, England was able to get rid of of their, their their slavery because the United States had broken off from England. You, you do remember the uh, thing called the Revolution Revolutionary War, and uh, so. 
the biggest slaveholding part of of uh, the United Kingdom of Great Britain left, and after long deliberations in Parliament, they decided to end slavery, and they paid off the um, the other slave owners that were left a lot in the Caribbean, but not as many as they would have had. So they were able to bring an end to slavery in England and, well, in the whole, you know, British Commonwealth. And they also stopped it on the high seas. United States followed with the Civil War and uh, gets into the uh, abolition movement that was big in both countries. But I'm getting off topic here. There's a lot of things that I can say about a lot of stuff. But what about the First Amendment for Alex Jones? I know he's a hated guy. Love him or hate him, he's got the right to say Sandy Hook was false. Sandy Hook was fake. Then he changed his mind and said, oh, okay, the proof is that it's, it was, it did happen. But this is an attack on the First Amendment. I know Alex Jones is hated, but you got to get past your hate. Got to get past the emotion of a thing and see how the First Amendment is under attack. I mean, Alex Jones was taken off of of Twitter. Uh, I don't know if he was ever on Facebook, off of YouTube, all sorts of places. So was Donald Trump. A former president of the United States was taken off of Twitter, taken off of Facebook, taken off of YouTube. Uh, you know, there. <laughs> I've got some COVID news to uh, share with you later on. Uh, I'm going to try to jam a couple of different things in here. But try saying that that COVID was created by Anthony Fauci and Peter Daszak. Uh, you know, it started in Fort Detrick's Maryland. Then during the Obama administration, it was determined to be too dangerous. It was outlawed and moved to Wuhan, China. So Obama sent uh, this research funded by Fauci over to our Enemies, biological weapon research sent to our enemy, the Chinese communists. And they worked on it there, I guess it's from 2015 to about 2020, so another five years. Yeah. Now, (laughs) you can get shut down from, from Twitter from YouTube and other places like that for saying that happens to be the truth and it will be proved (laughs) when the Republicans take over the Senate and Rand Paul becomes uh, chief of what I forget what committee he's on but he's been a nemesis to Fauci and you know he really can't do anything about it because he's not the chairman of the committee that that looks into what Fauci, that oversees what Fauci does. When the Republicans take control of the Senate and Rand Paul becomes chairman of that committee, Fauci better look out. 
So should Peter Daszak. And, and so should uh, Francis Collins, everyone that worked on it, because they worked on a biological weapon that got unleashed, well, in the whole world, but here in the United States, too. Oh, and try saying that hydroxychloroquine is effective against, um, uh, against COVID. If you had said that, then there would have been no need for the for the covid vaccine there would have been no need for warp speed which was a mistake on trump's part same thing with ivermectin both these these drugs have been around for about 50 or 60 years they've been proven effective on many other things they've been proven safe for multitudes of people including pregnant women and uh women that that are nursing But if you say what I just said there, you could get shut down off of Twitter. You can get shut down off of YouTube. You can get blackballed. Oh, can I say blackballed? (laughs) Can I call somebody a black sheep of the family? (laughs) Or am I going to be called racist, uh, you know, by saying these things? The First Amendment is under attack here. And... Leftists that want to shut people up, that want to shut up conservatives, that want to drive, you know, the First Amendment into the dustbin of history are using uh, Alex Jones. They're also using Donald Trump. But right now they're using Alex Jones as a way to attack the First Amendment. And I'm so love him or hate him. He's got a First Amendment right to have said what he said. And that billion-dollar settlement, I'll have more to say about that. But it looks like I've got a call on this, so let's see what's on their mind. Go ahead, call out. What you thinking about? Hey, Jim. This is Jim. How you doing, Jim? I'm doing just <laughs> fine and dandy. Just call me Jim Dandy. <laughs> Jim Dandy. Okay, we'll go forward. Well, you know, as far as Alex Jones is concerned, um, you, there's also, you got to remember, even though you do have freedom of speech, you have to be responsible for what you say. Uh, yep. Great example. I mean, you can't walk into a crowded movie theater and that, that, fire. That is, that's totally irrelevant. What, or, what harm, what well, harm well, did, me, did let, Jones do? Let, no, I'm just uh, sick and tired of that argument. I really am. Okay, well, no, <laughs> I'm just saying. Go ahead. I'm just saying. Okay, you got to be responsible. So, when you know, I followed Alex Jones, too. But when he started talking about the Parkland shooting, I'm like, geez, what are you talking about? I mean, even Fox News is saying. So, you know, it is what it is. Let's just see what happens here. He, he got sued. You know, like I said, I'm just giving people, letting them know that even though you have freedom of speech, doesn't mean you have the freedom to say anything you want. And don't have... The Holocaust never happened. I just said that. Yeah, well, it was, you know what? That's, a, that's the other subject. Uh, you know, all these conspiracy theorists, the, uh, the Holocaust never happened. Uh, we never landed on the moon. Uh, JFK, JFK, that's the other reason I call. Oh, he, he was getting assassins from the sewers and the stockade fence on top of the grassy knoll and, and maybe some guy on the railroad overpass and all that. No, no, that's all malarkey. And you know, we'll you know, talk, we'll talk that. about that around November 23rd. I don't know if that's the day I'm okay. on, but, uh, I'll, I'll have some <laughs> firepower for that. So read up well, on it. Well, okay. Well, well. I, bu- I believed that conspiracy theory, that was there was more than one uh, assassin, okay? 
Well, let's, let's, until, leave that for, let's leave until, that for November. We'll get back until, to Alex Jones. No, come on. <laughs> You're killing me here. <laughs> I, I'm on a, <laughs> yeah. Well, well, until, and I'll, I'll, you know, this is going to be a lead up to that. Okay, go ahead. The, you, you, you know, there's a Bruder film, Abraham Bruder, the Dallas uh, dress manufacturer who was standing on the, um, on the uh, pedestal on the grassy knoll. Had, he had a perfect, a perfect ringside seat of the slaughter with his eight millimeter bell and howl camera. So I'm not going to talk. Year, I don't want to talk about JFK today. November 23rd is the day that he died. Let's well, talk about well, it then. We'll, we'll talk about well, Zagruda then. Well, <laughs> let's let's talk about this actually. now. Okay, <laughs> I'll tell you what. I'm going to mark this down on my calendar. If I forget it, you call me. So we can oh, continue I'll, this conversation, I, okay? I, I, mean, I, I, I don't. You, I, Oh. We're friends on oh, Facebook. I'll, I'll remind you. Yeah, there you go. There you go. You know, I'll, I'll talk to you then. Because this is going to be a very interesting conversation. I, I really want to roll into it. But, okay, uh, Alex Jones. Well, we're going to see what's going to He's a jerk. Happen. He's an idiot. He's an a-hole. Uh, no, I'm not going <laughs> to totally say that. But he wasn't very smart for what he was saying. But, yeah, you know what? What happened with Dan Jenner today, uh, the other day, you know, when, when people were going out giving misinformation and he fired all the mayor's staff and now he has to go around. See, this is the kind of stuff that we have to watch out for, especially now in this election. And you are right, so right about freedom of speech. I'm not going to tell you that you're not. Um, they, they're attacking us right now, Jim. Yes. The progressive liberal Democrats are attacking. They're calling us terrorists because we support Trump. Yep. Make America great again. That's what MAGA stands for. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, we wear a red hat. That's yep. what, you know. And did one other thing I'll let you go. Did you notice, if you watched the uh, Democrat uh, political campaign ads in this state, all they're harping on is abortion. What about rampant inflation? What about rising gas prices? What about all the other ills? Oh, abortion, abortion, abortion. Murder, murder, murder. It's like Marsha, Marsha, Marsha again. It's getting sickening. That's all platform. they've got. That's all they got. Okay, well, with that, I will we'll talk to you on November 23rd, right? That's uh, you can call before then. Just don't talk about Zagruder until... Zap Gruder, whatever, <laughs> until November 23rd. <laughs> okay, well, I might call you earlier than that and talk about other things, but I'm going to get my material because... It's going to be a surprise to folks because I, I turned from a conspiracy believer into a non-conspiracy believer, and I'll explain why. Talk to you later, Jim. Have a great okay, weekend. Okay, thanks for the call. You're welcome. See you Bye. later. Bye. Bye. Yep, JFK will deal with that at the end of uh, at the end of November. So Alex Jones got hit with his. This historically high, uh, you know, $1 billion settlement. But do you remember what the second highest um, uh, settlement was? Uh, let's see. Right here. Our pride is showing. NBC settles with Nicholas Sandman. Remember him? Remember that controversy? Former Covington, uh, former Covington, Catholic high school student Nicholas Sandman has reached another settlement with a, with a major news organization over widespread false reporting of his encounter with a Native American activist in front of the Lincoln Memorial on January 8th, 2019. 
Sandman previously settled with the Washington Post and CNN. He has now settled his $275 million defamation lawsuit against NBC. That's a quarter billion dollars. One quarter of a billion. So this was the big settlement before it. The big defamation case. And if you remember, I hadn't cut the cable yet, so I was able to watch Laura and Hannity, and I think uh, Tucker had his his 8 o'clock show by that point. I'm not sure. But, I mean, everyone on the right was going, yay, yeah, rah, rah, sis, boom, bah, go team, go. Because we loved seeing uh, NBC and CNN and the Washington Post finally get theirs. And uh, this line here. Unfortunately, such damages have become the cost of doing business for many in the media in the age of advocacy journalism, where the narrative is more important than the news. Having a MAGA-hatted, racist, pro-life high school student abusing an elderly Native American was a fact too good to check, even when it required as little as watching the unedited videotapes. Okay, uh, Salmon's counsel, he, his counsel detailed roughly 15 defamatory television broadcasts, six defamatory online articles, and many tweets falsely accusing Nicholas and his Covington Catholic High School Covcath classmates of racist acts. Okay, so there was the big settlement. And that was $275 million, it looks like, just from, um, from NBC. So he must have had uh, settlements with the Washington Post and CNN as well. Let's see. This, I've got two articles here. Oh, and what is interesting about that is... Uh, let's see, this article is December 18th, 2021, is when uh, the, the court case was settled. And, you know, NBC was supposed to pay out $275 million, a quarter of a billion. Oh, we really sucked it to them. And then I've got this article from almost, no, more than a year, a year and a half later. Nicholas Sandman's media libel lawsuits dismissed by a federal judge. Uh, Nick Salmon previously received settlements from CNN, NBC, and the Washington Post. U.S. District Eastern Kentucky Court Judge William Bertelsman on Wednesday threw out five media label lawsuits uh, brought forth by the uh, former Covington Covington, uh, Catholic High School student Nicholas Sandman. Uh, let's see, where, where is the money quote? I'm sure that I highlighted it. Um, oh, darn it. Oh, I've got a third one. Judge dismisses. Okay, uh, there we go. The judge who oversaw the case, William O. Burleson, said in his dismissal, the court accepts Sandman's statement that 
When he was standing motionless in the confrontation with Phillips, his intent was to calm the situation and not to impede or block anyone. However, Phillips did not see it that way. He concluded that he was being blocked and not allowed to retreat. He passed these conclusions on to the post. They may have been erroneous, but as discussed above, they are opinion protected by the First Amendment. And the post is not liable for publishing these opinions. So when it comes to Alex Jones, if you hate the guy, if you're jumping for joy right now, uh, don't jump too high. Don't don't uh, strain your brain there, because in a year, year and a half, two years. All those judgments against Alex Jones may be dismissed by a judge. If there's actual justice in the courts. I don't know. We've got um, about six to nine hundred political prisoners uh, in in Washington, D.C. right now. And well, <laughs> Donald Trump had something to say about that. I'll get to that later on, but I'm going to take a break right now. So, if there's justice and equal protection under the law, then Alex Jones is going to have those those judgments thrown out, just like like NBC, CNN, and the Washington Post had theirs thrown out. So, looks like there's another caller here, so let's see what's on their mind. Go ahead, caller. What you thinking about? What's up, James? Hey. The government will, will just pass a law to deem Alex Jones a terrorist. He a is. Terrorist. Well, hey, President Biden has already determined that all MAGA supporters are terrorists, and that includes Jones. He's, he's the ringleader, I guess. <laughs> How many times has our government lied to us and nobody's been able to sue them for billions, right? Weapons of mass destruction in Iraq. <laughs> yes. Most of our history of, of, of this century and, and the past century. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've, I've talked about how Pearl Harbor, uh, you know, was a false flag that, that Roosevelt knew uh, it was coming and allowed it to happen. Cause so he many more that they don't want you to learn the truth about. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's when tyranny will come here, James, when they have Holocaust denial laws in the United States of America. And everyone will accept it because they think it's for the greater good. They've got those in Germany, you know. Germany's got their own history to deal with, so, you know. But we don't, European we don't countries have, have those. Yeah. Uh, and, and people, yes, I do believe the Holocaust happened, you know. But, um, I'll, I'll throw that out every you once in a while. believe it happened like exactly this. the way that, they, that they've sold it, James? Yeah, well, yeah. Why I, is then that's one topic that nobody likes free speech on. And, and you mentioned it. And what if the Soviets rolled into those camps and took three million people and who, who, who died, old people up in Siberia, but they tried to sell it the other way? That's why I like freedom of speech, man. It's the way it's got to be. Yeah, well... I've even been sold a lot of lies on history, James. I got a bachelor's degree from the University of Massachusetts in history. And it okay. convinced me that, that a lot of lies have been sold through, through the education system. Yeah, but... Um I believe that the Holocaust is the way that it happened. I mean, is the way that we've been told about it. I mean, 
man can do some pretty nasty things to fellow men. I mean, what are what are the Chinese doing to the Uyghurs right now? You know. Yeah, but like I said that happened in the past, and there yeah. were two world wars that dealt with Germany. So they need a story to sell you on Germany's the bad guy, because two world wars. And if you get into those World War One and Two, you realize that Germany was just part of some some our treaties. And then what happened after that? I just think there's a lot of lies out there, James. About I, 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 no, but so I, much I, of history. I, I, I do you not have to question everything. Do not put can that. be found. History is not like mathematics. You can still you can keep finding new things, and and, and that's all I'm saying. Okay. That, okay. Good. That's a research project you could get going on. Huh? What do you think of Holocaust denial laws if they ever come to the United States of America? I say that'll be... They could. That's that's why I bring that up. Not because I don't believe it's there, but they'll the way things are going, they'll say uh-huh. you cannot say that. It's against the law to say that. You know? hey James, one last question, man. Did you hear about the red heifers that arrived in Israel? And they're going to be a, a, a sacrifice to say sometime next year to make a third temple. You hear about that? I don't believe that because I've done some biblical research myself. I'm I'm working on a book dealing with uh, the destruction of Jerusalem in 70 A.D. And I think that uh, all that stuff. But those red heifers came from Texas and they're in Israel now. Did you hear about that story? That that's no, a true story. Well, kind of, but I, I don't give it any credence. <laughs> But some people do. A lot of yes. very interesting yes. times, James. Yes, it is very interesting times. And there are some people th- that state that that's a sign of the, you know, the, the coming of the, um, uh, the Antichrist. But they were genetically modified Armageddon. to be red. That's a lot of Satanism involved, no? Yeah. The world is crazy, James. It is. It's a crazy place. <laughs> All right, brother. Peace. Peace out. Wow, that's the first time I've talked publicly about uh, my future book. But I'm still in the research phase of that. No, we don't want to go to the closing yet. I want to go way up here. Ah, this is a good break song here. Good for this time. The United States of Empire by James Dunn shows how the U.S. became a worldwide empire. It looks at the entry of the U.S. into both world wars. 
George Washington had warned us about entangling ourselves in European wars. Before World War I, the United States was not concerned with foreign conflicts. In World War I, we changed the balance of power in Europe. We went in to save the world for democracy. We expelled the German Kaiser and imposed our own idea of what Germany should look like. Propaganda painted the Kaiser as the evil Hun that was destroying civilization. So when the true barbarian rose to power, Hitler, how could we avoid being drawn in again? We saved Great Britain. Britain needed us again in World War II to save their bacon. We bought the hog. Now we are the empire. The book, The United States of Empire, in paperback, is available at Amazon.com. Okay, welcome back to Dunn's Deal. And this is the second half hour. And I want to get, I want to get into um, to uh, the January 6th committee a little bit. Because I thought they'd be wrapping things up right about now. Because <laughs> they, they don't want to go into the next session of Congress. Because they are definitely going to get overturned. Uh, you're going to see a Republican Congress in, in there next year. <laughs> Liz Cheney will be gone. Bye, Lizzie. Bye-bye. And maybe Jim Jordan will be running the, uh, uh, the, the committee now. Hmm. Or Matt Gates. Anyhow, they decided to invite Donald Trump there. <laughs> Trump reacting to pending January 6th subpoena repeats election lies in letter. This is from the New York Times by Maggie Haberman. She does a lot of writing about Trump and she hates Trump. And you can tell from this, this article here. Anyhow. Former President Donald J. Trump responded on Friday to a promised subpoena from the House Committee investigating the January 6th assault with a lengthy, rambling letter that attacked the panel's work, reiterated false claims of widespread voting fraud, and presaged a potential bruising battle over whether he will be compelled to testify about his role in the riot and his efforts to subvert the 2020 election. The House Committee investigating the Capitol attack voted on Thursday to issue a subpoena to former Donald, President Donald J. Trump. The House Committee investigating the Capitol attack voted on Thursday. Um, I'm sorry, this thing repeats a lot. In a 14-page missive that did not address whether he would comply with the subpoena, Mr. Trump perpetuated the same lies that had fueled the attack and boasted about the size of the crowd that amassed to hear him speak before marching to the Capitol and staging a violent siege. <laughs> a siege? <laughs> Usually in a siege, you 
you surround a place for a long, long period of time, not just for a couple of hours. And we didn't surround the place. We were, we were on two balconies. Anyhow, the former president has indicated privately to aides that he would be willing to testify to the House panel, but would not like to do so, but would like to do so live, according to a person close to him, a prospect that would prevent video of him from being clipped or edited in a manner he dislikes. The letter he released on Friday, a conspiracy theory filled rehash of his many grievances and false assertions underscored the risks for the committee of giving Mr. Trump an unfettered public platform. The presidential election of 2020 was rigged and stolen. The letter began in all capital letters. Uh, yeah, it was. And if Maggie Haberman was ever to to uh, to um, speak to uh, what's your name Clinton um, Hillary Clinton, would she say that Hillary Clinton lied when uh, she denied the 2016 election, saying that it was it was fraud? Saying that it was the Russians that helped uh, Trump get elected? Would she call her a liar? Would she call it misinformation? Would she say it was a conspiracy theory? A, a fake rehash of grievances? I don't think so. And you know, she would probably take her at her word and maybe even believe her. Uh, let's see. Mr. Trump dedicated page after page to repeating the lie about the 2020 election, which he lost to President Biden, a fact that he has repeatedly refused to acknowledge. Oh, and what about Stacey Abrams down in Georgia? She has just recently stopped denying that she lost uh, the election. What was that in 20, it was 2016 or 2018 to, to Governor Kemp? Because it was getting embarrassing when Republicans kept saying that Hillary is denying the 2016 election. Stacey Abrams was denying her election. And they were saying that, that, uh, that Trump is a nut for saying that the 2020 election was false. You can't say that. And it's illegal to say that. Which it's not, of course. So... Again, free speech. You've got the right to question a, an election result, especially when there's discrepancies, as shown in the video film uh, by Dinesh D'Souza, uh, 2,000 Mules. And, oh, God, it's, this stuff is all over the Internet of, of how the election was rigged. But Maggie Habelman doesn't want to look at that. And... Uh, Neither do a lot of people in Washington, including the Supreme Court, unfortunately. But maybe they'll change their minds. Anyhow, Mr. Trump dedicated page after page to repeating the lies about 2020. Okay. You have not gone after the people that created the fraud, Trump said, but rather 
great American patriots who questioned it, as is their constitutional right, Mr. Trump wrote in the screed. These people have had their lives ruined as your committee sits back and basks in the glow. Yeah, we've got political prisoners in Washington and these stupid, idiot, fat cat politicians get to sit up there and pontificate and say, you're a liar, you're a liar. <laughs> and bringing up people to testify who are lying, like most of those, the, the Capitol cops. There were five people that died that day at, at the protest. Ashley Babbitt being one, Rosalind, oh, God, I'm forgetting her name again. But the, I'll write them all down. There were five people that died as a result of the cops shooting or beating them. All Trump supporters. So, oh, and the FBI should be investigated for their role in breaking down the barriers. And who is Ray Epps? <laughs> he should come and testify in front of the cameras, in front of the whole uh, committee there. So I'm very surprised that they're making this move now. But I imagine that they're going to wrap things up quickly. Because after, <laughs> after November 8th, they're going to get their butts kicked out. Oh, it'll be sweet. It'll be sweet. And then Trump can come and testify. When Jim Jordan or Matt Gates or somebody else like that is running the committee. When we can finally get some answers to questions like, what role did the FBI play in it? And what role did Nancy Pelosi play in denying Trump the 20,000 National Guard that would have prevented any kind of breach of the, um, the Capitol there that day? And then things could have proceeded as, as scheduled. A constitutionally questioning of the election results. So, very, very interesting. And I'm looking for 25 days. As long as uh, we don't get into a nuclear war before then, as long as there's no false flag uh, you know, event that the Democrats can say, oh, we have to cancel the election. Oh, we have to we have to postpone the election. We can't have them right now. It's too dangerous out there. Oh, there's coronavirus 15 out there. Oh, well, we just had 19, didn't we? COVID-19. Well, it'll be COVID-38. And... The elections get shut down. There's a nuclear holocaust and the elections get shut down. I don't really think that's going to happen. But it could. There's always a possibility because the Democrats are going to get hurt badly in this upcoming election. You know, like we were talking, all they have to run on is abortion, Trump is evil, and, and uh, Alex Jones is evil, and um, 
all, all ultra mega are evil. It gets uh, pretty boring after a while. But I have a piece here. Let's see, what number is that? AU66. This is from a from a Democrat. Or I should say, former Democrat. Let's uh, listen to Tulsi Gabbard. I can no longer remain in today's Democratic Party. It's now under the complete control of an elitist cabal of warmongers driven by cowardly wokeness, who divide us by racializing every issue and stoking anti-white racism, who actively work to undermine our God-given freedoms enshrined in our Constitution, and who are hostile to people of faith and spirituality, who demonize the police, who protect criminals at the expense of law-abiding Americans, who believe in open borders, who weaponize the national security state to go after their political opponents, and above all, are dragging us ever closer to nuclear war. Now, these are some of the main reasons I'm leaving the Democratic Party, and I'm going to talk a little bit more about them here with you today. But these are really important issues. And in the coming weeks, I hope you'll join me because I'm going to be going into each and every one of these in more depth. Now, the pro-war Democratic Party of today has led us to the brink of nuclear war. This party is led by warmongers who are firmly in the grips of the military-industrial complex and don't know or don't care about the cost of war or who pays the price. President Biden and Democratic Party elites have pushed us to the precipice of nuclear war, risking starting World War III and destroying the world as we know it. This is the most urgent existential threat that we face. I ran for president in 2020 because I knew that this is where we were headed. All the signs were there. I raised this issue every single day during the campaign and on the national debate stage. For those of you who may have come to a town hall or who are watching, I'm sure you noticed. But the politicians and the media completely ignored it. They didn't care then and they don't care now. Now, obviously, I didn't win that election, so I don't have the power to do what is necessary to prevent it. President Biden and Congress do, but they very irresponsibly are refusing to use that power to protect the safety of our country, the American people, and the world from the devastation that a nuclear holocaust would bring. To protect our loved ones, to protect our children and our world, I'm calling on every one of you, every American, to join me in standing up to these cowardly politicians politicians now. This may be our last chance to do so. Okay, there you go. Tulsi Gabbard. Quite often I've lamented on this show how there's no more uh, JFK Democrats. Well, there you go. You've There, <laughs> there was one. I like uh, Joe Manchin and Kristen Cinema as well. But um, Tulsi was was a good one. I don't agree with her on a lot of stuff. Uh, the gun issue, she's big on uh, socialized medicine. But she, she was speaking some truth there. You know, the Democrats are demonizing cops, appeasing criminals. And there's a cabal of Democratic elites that are driving us to World War III. And no, when she uses the word cabal, when I use the word cabal, it's not a, a code word for some anti-Semitic thing. Joe Biden, Irish, Catholic. Um, 
Nancy Pelosi, uh, Italian Catholic. I don't know about Steny Hoyer, who's the number three uh, guy, Jim Claiborne from South Carolina. I would guess he's some form of of Christian, uh, Methodist maybe, I don't know, I'm only guessing. And there's probably some Jewish people that, that agree there. No, when I say cabal, we're not talking about elites, we're talking about those that run the Democratic Party and are in control of what the Democratic Party is doing. And let's not leave the Republicans off of this list because there's Republicans that are pushing us to World War III as well. Mitch McConnell, uh, uh, Mitt Romney, and some of these people have their children working over in Ukraine and they are doing the Hunter Biden uh, routine, except they're doing it more quietly. They get their hookers on the side. They're not so brazen about it. Uh, they, they only do cocaine once in a while, not, not every night. They don't try to snort it off the floor. They don't try to snort uh, uh, Parmesan cheese. But um, I'm getting off the topic there. Oh, I'm running low on time, too. Uh, I don't know if I can have time to go into the COVID information. I'll save that for the next show. But... Oh, and to tie that back to Alex Jones from the beginning of the show, he was right about the COVID uh, stuff. And this piece I have here is part of the proof of that. But anyhow, I'll bury that. I want to talk about World War Three right now because that is where our leadership, oh God, they're not leaders at all. They're scum buckets that happen to be in positions of power. And they are driving <laughs> the economy into the toilet. And they are driving us towards World War III, a nuclear war with Russia over Ukraine. Uh, it's stupid. It's insane. Uh wrote a letter to a bunch of... Uh, our congressmen and senators, and no, I don't even bother writing to uh, Cicilline or, or, or Whitehead or Whitestaff, whatever his name is. Because our representatives are useless. The other ones aren't too much better, but, you know, what demented fool thought it was a good idea to push Russia towards a nuclear war? You don't think they'll, that Putin will use his weapons? Do you really want to find out? You want to see which cities get nuked first? And that was an interesting piece. Uh, there was a, a video of AOC. She was in a town hall meeting. And a couple of the, the kids, a couple of young men in the auditorium were standing up and yelling at her for voting, for sending arms and money to Ukraine, for funding this war, which is pushing us towards a nuclear war with Russia. 
<laughs> and it was it was kind of funny because the kids got, got, he stood up, he stood up on his chair, and he was yelling, "I trusted you, I believed you, I thought you you were going to be our our savior." I mean, just sickening stuff. But then he tears into her, stating how by sending these weapons, sending the money to Ukraine, she is helping to push us towards a nuclear war. And she was, I don't know, she was talking about the Green New Deal or something. And he's saying, none of that matters if we get into a nuclear war. It certainly wouldn't, because if we get into a nuclear war, a couple of the cities that will go first will be New York City. It will be Washington. Um, uh, I, I guess the um, the Air Force bases in Colorado, the uh, continuation of, of government areas in Colorado, even the ones that are buried deep in the mountains there, they'll, they'll be targeted. They'll be taken out. Groton, Connecticut will be taken out because of the the sub, uh, you know, because um, uh, of electric boat and, uh, you know, the, the work on the subs there. And so, <laughs> I mean, and then we've got electric boat in uh, North Kingston. I wonder if that'd be targeted. That's only, what, 30 miles from here? Oh, I've got to start signing off on this. I've got to close that out there. And let's get down to the bottom. But, um, yeah, our government is pushing us towards a nuclear war. Is that really what we want, people? Nuclear war. Who wins in that? And that's what we're pushing Putin towards. We're pushing him towards a nuclear war. And that's not going to be a pretty uh, time for anybody, Democrat, Republican, Independent. Um, So maybe we should get some peace negotiating going. Donald Trump wanted to do that. Elon Musk was was talking about that. Sounds like a good idea to me. Can't we all just get along? (laughs) Give peace a chance. Oh, I've got to get that song. to Dunn's Deal with author James Dunn. Join James every Friday at 6.05 for a unique perspective on today's issues. But for now, this is a Dunn Deal. Only on your voice in the Blackstone Valley. WNRI, Woonsocket.